This is Reimagining Healthcare, a podcast about innovation in the healthcare industry. It's a show for healthcare business owners, for healthcare professionals, for industry investors, and health tech entrepreneurs. On the show, I talk to health tech and healthcare innovators to uncover how they're reimagining and building a world of seamless digital healthcare experiences and how that fits into people's lives. I'm your host, Yanni Sopanos. Today, I'm speaking with Adam Zine, founder of Patient Plus, a health tech startup driven to deliver innovative digital products for healthcare sectors. Currently focused on medical specializations, dental and general practice, Adam shares his story and motivation for developing digital tools to improve the efficiency of a healthcare practice in managing key digital touch points to support healthcare clinical engagement and a host of other marketing and administrative functions. It starts with patient registration, but where will it end? We discuss his roadmap and future gaze at the potential of capturing data at the source and then distributing it to all the right places at the right time and triggering the right workflows within the evolving world of modern healthcare. Let's jump in. Well, hey there, Adam. How are you doing today? Yeah, good, good, Yanni. How about yourself? I like to think every day is a good day. And today is no exception, my friend. Let's talk a little bit about the journey to getting your startup up to the level that it's at at the moment. It's kind of an interesting journey and you're in a particular space that is very near and dear to my passion within digital health innovation. So tell us a little bit about your journey, you know, Patient Plus, just before it was started up, like what were you doing? What were you sort of confronted with that you thought, you know what, I need to build Patient Plus. Tell us the background. I actually had an agency work specializing in websites, content management systems, data, and also a bit of marketing as well. I had been doing work for a few practices and I ended up being approached by Sydney Pain Specialists. They wanted me to build a website for them, sort out a potential CMS and some other things like that. And with Pain Specialists, they tend to have the longest forms because there's a lot of details they need to capture, like where's the pain? questionnaires and things like that. So just by chance, while we're working on it, they approached me and said, look, our patient registration form is actually eight to 10 pages long. And we have an over 65 one and an under 65 one. And we're wondering, is there a way we can come up with a solution? Because I've been having a look at what's in the market and everything is just too basic for us. So I said, look, let me think about it. And I ended up building a bespoke one for city pain specialists. So that entailed conditional fields, save and resume functionality. So that way, uh, because the forms are so long, some patients want to you know, fill out a few pages and then come back to it at a later date. Or there was a lot of patients that English wasn't their first language. So they needed to send that link to someone else to be able to help them understand the questions. But most importantly was with the questionnaires, such as DAS21, I created an expression that actually auto-calculates all the psychometric tests. Once the patient fills it out, it records that result and actually sends that to the doctor or to the practice. And that way, they were able to have a preview, if you will, of the patient's conditions and what they've submitted before they've actually come into the practice themselves. And that saved a lot of admin time because you could imagine having to go and mark each one of those tests and then input that data onto their practice management system, you're saving 20 to 30 hours per week with all those registration forms. Once that was built, I realized that there was actually a need for this in the medical industry. And that's how Patient Plus was brought about. 
Very good. It's always great to actually identify a real-world problem and then get a bit of a sense of how many people are affected by that problem. And I think it's not unique to medical. I think the entire healthcare industry is such a information-intensive, data-intensive industry. And I think it doesn't matter whether you work in the industry or you're a consumer of healthcare services, we all know how much paperwork there is and what a pain that can be. So I think it's a pretty well-established pain point. I think what was really interesting in what you said there as far as um, discovering, I guess, that, that particular version of pain point, the customer that you were advising at the time and sort of designing for had looked around and had seen some products in the market but felt that they were too simple for the type of use cases that they had. That's quite a differentiator in the approach that you have with Patient Plus because you you don't just offer uh, software that allows for the digitization of intake forms and sort of processes like that, but you also talk a lot about design and consultation. So tell me a little bit whether that's something that you're now finding is valued by various customers that you're interacting with, that type of, it can't be too simple. They need, there's complexity that needs to be dealt with, that simple products just can't deal with off the shelf. So tell me a little bit about that design and consultation piece that sort of enhances the patient plus experience. That's right. So one of the key issues in the medical industry, as we know, is time management. Everyone's time poor. So when it comes to the consultation phase, we want to be able to take care of everything in terms of requirements gathering and then, like as you mentioned, making sure it's specific to their needs, building a, a bespoke software. To give you an example, uh, we've had clients that have requested a specific form, but a lot of the fields they've requested aren't integratable to the practice management system due to some limitations with what data we can send over. So in that case, um, we've actually got a, um, a customized PDF, which we build that will display all the patient information that they would like to know. So that's one of the things that we want to be able to take the burden of having to actually go in and do it yourself. We want you to send the requirements to us and we'll sort it out. And then as well as that, see what other um, services we can help you. Because obviously when you capture the data, what do you want to do with that as well? Yeah, that's great. And I think also another layer there that you talk to, you referred to the uh, creation of an expression. And I guess for the members of the audience that aren't uh, that into the technical lingo around uh, logic and uh, intelligence behind the scenes, maybe just talk a little bit about the formation of, describe what an expression is and how that allows complex things to be simplified. You talked about the DAS and some of the psychometric Mm -hmm. reporting and results and the automations that are in place there. Talk to us a little bit about that part of your service offering as well. Yeah, so basically the expression is it's like a mathematical equation, if you will. And what that does is it pulls data points and then from there you can create your own equation, what you want to calculate. Just to bring it back to the psychometric tests, for example, with DAS21, that's measuring anxiety level. So you have like a scale. It could be 1 to 8, 1 to 10, for example. It works out what each question within that psychometric test what was the result, and then collates all those numbers to come up with a scale. So is it severe anxiety? Is it medium levels and below? With expressions, what we're able to do is when a client comes to us and says, I'll oh, have this specific test that we want our patients to fill out, are you able to auto-calculate that for us so we don't have to waste time doing it ourselves? And obviously that eliminates any human error too. That's what we're able to achieve with that. So it's definitely a tool used to save time. And that's what we're focusing on, that efficiency. That makes a lot of sense. And I think it was important to talk to that because we're not really describing just a simple digitization of a form. So there's a form on a piece of paper and now we're just translating it into a digital version of that form. There's a lot more power in digital thinking 
when we apply these types of translations from kind of, you know, manual processes that are already in the healthcare system and, and everybody understands the time and motion and effort that's needed in order to do those things. But then to be able to translate that using algorithms, using intelligence behind the scenes, it's not as obvious to a lot of people when they think about forms online and digital touch points. So I'm glad we had the opportunity to talk about that. Generally speaking, what are the key personas that you're designing for at the moment as far as Patient Plus is concerned? Who do you have in mind when you're designing these forms? We're specifically targeting specialists. And the reason for that is every specialist has their own take on what data they need in order to get an idea of the patient. In that regards, we want to create like bespoke solutions for each one. And we don't want to put limits on that either. If a client comes to us and says, we have this idea, we want to actually bring that to reality in terms of building that. Another uh, use case for the forms that we're seeing as well is a lot of times when you go onto a website, there's a section for like a contact us. And we actually use forms as the front end for the customers to submit inquiries. And then what that does is So we're using the form, it sends that data and then when that is sent over to the practice as a contact us form or request, that can be matched up to when the patient actually fills out the registration form, if that makes sense, because now you've got a journey. Okay, this is how they first started and this is where they've ended up and we want to build that database. The type of experience, I guess, is what I'm leading towards. How would you describe the before and after experience from a patient's point of view? where a practice has introduced Patient Plus, what are the major differentiators there or the the differences in the service experience that's offered before digital, after digital? Both the practice and the patients. So in terms of with the patients, the amount of time they get to save, not having to fill out a form manually is immense. We make sure that it's relevant and can be used on any device, whether it's your mobile phone, your tablet, computer, et cetera. So that way it gives the patient also flexibility of how they want to fill it out and when. So because usually a patient will have to go into the practice, then they've got to wait, spend time filling it out, and then they can go in. But with this, an SMS can be sent out or an email with the patient form link, and then they're able to fill that out before they even enter. In terms of the patient experience, they get to do it in their own time, Um, especially with everyone's busy lives these days. That's something that is definitely a value point. And in terms of in the practice side, You've got the receptionists, the practice managers, et cetera, that originally had to spend so much time having to manually enter data and fill those forms out and enter them onto the practice management system. They no longer have to do that. So it's now a literal process, a step that has been eliminated and they can now use that time for more valuable things in their practice. Yeah, there's really a lot to be said around the potential of thinking in a digital first way. I talk a lot about digital first thinking in healthcare, which I always qualify by saying not digital only or digital exclusive. We're always going to have real world physical encounters between patients and healthcare providers. But there's something to be said about what happens in between appointments, whether it is the journey that a patient takes to first engage with a a particular healthcare provider, attend that first appointment. And then between the first and second appointment, there are things that can happen that digital first thinking can really make a difference as far as um, continuity and engagement is concerned, helping that patient move to the next part of the journey, which could coincide with the second appointment. And then between the second appointment and the third appointment and so on and so forth, there's some incredible potential. We're seeing a lot of gains uh, generally in the market 
where uh, practices are thinking in a digital first mindset way, particularly those that are very comfortable with online service provision as well, such as telehealth or going to a patient's home or facility in order to support them. You're currently looking at medical generally. What does the roadmap look like for you going forward, both in terms of the type of healthcare providers that Practice Plus could be used for and the type of features that you have in mind or the type of service model that you hope to be able to build out with Practice Plus beyond where you're currently at? At the moment, we wanted to perfect registration site because that's where the data is first captured. And we go far and beyond as well. just wanted to add, for example, when a patient goes and, and clicks the drop down where it has what's your health fund provider, we actually load all the health fund providers on there to select. So that's something that usually, again, the doctor would have to go and enter that manually, but that's already taken care of. So after we perfect the intake side, we're wanting to also focus on like an ecosystem in terms of when you have the data, what are you doing with the data, marketing it? Can you use it also for a CMS perspective? Could you use it in terms of a, like a help desk perspective? So you've got all these other different possibilities as well. So not just, oh, this is a registration form and that's created. It's also, okay, we also have a, many practices have multiple branches across the country and then they also have a help center or a help desk. So we also want to be able to use those forms to capture data and then have a, like a help desk solution. And that way it's not just patient, it's the whole entire ecosystem. And then from there as well, because one thing, as you would know, is we want to push marketing as well in, in the medical space. So how can we use that in order to further continue that journey? Yes, that's a really advanced level of thinking around how data can be captured once. So not to burden the patient with having to repeat manual processes as far as data entry is concerned, but then also looking at how that data that's captured once can be used in multiple workflows within the business model of the healthcare service provider. You're using the term help desk, which is kind of interesting. I don't generally hear that term within the healthcare industry, but what I do hear is things like you may have paraprofessionals or registered nurses who provide intermediary services to patients so that it does a number of things. It overcomes some of the challenges with medical specialist schedules because they're so busy and also relatively a higher cost. Having somebody able to do some of the customer management, relationship management in between the specialist appointments is actually used in that type of way, although it may not necessarily be referred that much, certainly not in our network. But that's really interesting how that data so you're sort of envisaging with Patient Plus that you will be able to activate other types of workflows or other parts in the patient journey from the original registration process. Is that sort of a fair summary? Yeah, that's exactly right. So the intake is the first point of contact. And then from there, we want to uh, use that data and build a, a brand as well for the practices. I'm finding as well in my experience there is now a shift, especially recently, to go digital in terms of website as well to make a more advanced solution. And like, as I mentioned previously, a CRM at the back of that. So usually the CRM would just be the patient management system, which is perfectly fine. But what about the marketing side to that? Because when you have that marketing side and that digital journey, you're able to use that information and expand on that. So like you mentioned with the registered nurses, you're able to actually have different 
types of specialties within the one practice. So what I'm trying to say is like, for example, with Sydney pain specialists, they have different practitioners within the one clinic. So if, for example, you've got someone who's a physiotherapist who's then referring to another specialty, that data can also be moved across because it's under the one company, obviously with the patient's consent. So then you've, you've got that full journey. And instead of having to go and, and rant to that data again and manually do that, you're able to shift it and continue building a profile and building that patient data. Yeah, it's really great. I think a lot of health business owners would see a tremendous amount of value in being able to have that. It's more efficient from a business management standpoint. So it's saving time, effort. It's getting rid of some of those mundane, repetitive manual processes, which has got to be good for morale of staff, admin teams, et cetera. I think a couple of other things that's come out from what I'm hearing from you as well is that you're dealing with the compliance requirements as well. And maybe tell me, um, so I'm not making assumptions here, but things like electronic signing, is that sort of part of the Patient Plus service offering at the moment? Yep, exactly right. So you're able to have a consent form at the end as well. I know some some of our clients want to take and like an initial consultation fee and then there's, there's a waiver and then you have to sign and that's all digital. One thing I want to actually mention is our forms accept payments too through a payment gateway. In that case, you've got the consent all sorted and you've got the payment sorted. So when the patient arrives, everything is all done. As I mentioned before, and I want to reiterate is if a patient management system only offers X a number of fields that are required, that's the limit. That's not the case. That's what's required to create a patient profile, which is perfectly fine. If you want to delve deeper and get a better understanding of that patient, we're happy to go and make sure that we'll capture that information for you and be able to upload that as a PDF onto your profile. So that way you're able to have a full picture of that patient. And then you can also use that PDF and forward that on, like I mentioned before, to another you know, practitioner as a referral if required. So that way it's all there. A lot of customers who are kind of advanced in their business model would appreciate that whilst clinical systems do a tremendous job at managing the data around the primary clinical engagement and some of the administrative support claiming and things of that nature, other business drivers are not confined to that clinical information management type model. You've already brought up a couple such as uh, marketing, for example. Having the capability to be able to capture those additional data fields without necessarily waiting for your clinical information system to do it and to add those types of data fields. That's quite an understated part of your value proposition, I think, because the business management side, I hear this a number of times through our customer community as well, that practice owners get to a certain point where they can pretty much rely on a clinical system to do everything. But at some point, they start to need other things to add on and to integrate with the primary clinical system. So, you know, in Core Plus's case, it's a core system. It's not the whole system. And so, The plus is the ability to add things on, such as Patient Plus and other types of products. So that provides for a lot of dexterity and a lot of ability for a business manager or a business owner to design their own business operating environment by combining systems and not necessarily being restricted by any one of those because it's limited in terms of a field or it's something that's going to take six months or 12 months before it actually gets released into that product. So what I'm hearing from you is that You've taken a strategic approach that's not just a simple form builder, but goes beyond that by offering the design and customization services so that the business can really model its own requirements and take advantage of things like automations and algorithms and quality controls in the system there 
save that manual time and effort to the greatest extent possible. And to make all that work, you need to do integration and make it a seamless part of an ecosystem, a business system. So tell us a little bit more about the integrations that you currently have and where you're hoping to build that out as far as what I intuitively assume is why you have the word plus in your own branding strategy. Currently, we're exploring some ideas with with, um, APIs. There's a couple of further automations that we're able to add. For example, we're able to integrate with Xero. We're able to integrate with Zendesk which is what I was mentioning before with that help desk, which is not commonly used, but it's a request that we've had recently. And we're still wanting to discover. So we want to get to know our customers well and to say, look, what are some of the things that you wish you could have or what's a pain point? And then from there, we explore APIs that are able to automate that process. In the case with Xero, we've got clients that, like I mentioned before, accept payments. So that will link to their account that seamless integration that saves time and doesn't require any admin staff to do that. We have some customers that have multiple different branches across Australia and they do have like a support side of their practice because it's so large. Being able to integrate with Zendesk, for example, means that the form is able to capture all that data and convert that to a ticket. And then that ticket, it creates a customer trail if help desk ticket and that particular person ends up becoming a patient, you've now got that history. It's all part of the one system. So that's something that we're exploring with them. Obviously, you're going to be open to exploring further solutions as we delve deeper. Yeah, it's very interesting. And I suppose a way that I relate to that is you have this kind of primary patient capture strategy embedded in your business model. And some of that data seamlessly flows through to the clinical system. Some of that data may flow through then to the customer relationship and marketing system. Some may go through to the financial system. Some may go through to a ticketing system such as the Zendesk for help desk. So that's a major step up from what uh, I guess healthcare is used to dealing with as far as getting form builders and how they actually take advantage of designing the system that supports the operation of their business to make sure it's as efficient as possible, that it is seamlessly integrated. And I think that's another important part of the discussion around reimagining healthcare. It's data is one of those things. I kind of metaphorically describe it as being like water. If there's holes in your system, it's going to leak out everywhere. If you're not aware of that and you're not able to understand how data moves through your system, then you're not going to be able to design a privacy policy and a consent process that would protect you or provide you with the right level of compliance as far as privacy legislation is concerned in this country. What are your thoughts around that part of the integration challenge that healthcare faces? It is a common problem, especially because with the data being transferred over the internet, there's that privacy concern as well. And and I'm not sure if I mentioned this before, but you're actually able to access our patient data on our own interface. That means that that data is stored on a cloud storage. And it's important that you know where that cloud storage is. Is that data encrypted? All those types of questions should be asked as a customer because at the end of the day, you're used to having a manual patient registration form. There was no real data concern because it goes straight into the patient management system. There was only one point of entry. But now that you've got this one form and it's being hosted on multiple different platforms, it's being transferred to different other platforms as well. There's a whole host of data security that needs to be taken seriously and needs to be encrypted. And that's something that we took a while to build and make sure that there aren't any gaps in that regard. That is really great. So we're saving time and motion and admin effort, manual effort. So tick on that. 
uh, you're able to send information to the right place at the right time within the actual business structure. You're doing auto calculations and streamlining the process of getting a quality system in terms of producing the results that the healthcare practitioners rely on in informing their advice and healthcare treatments. You got the ability to have a convenient interaction. You mentioned earlier about the save and resume type approach so that both the patient and the business can actually pick up on things and not lose data and not lose productivity in that respect. You've got an interesting customization aspect to the way that you go about things. So I think large businesses would really appreciate that. Electronic signing, fantastic for uh, compliance and seamless integration with third parties. So there's some really great right now offerings as far as how a modern healthcare provider could take advantage of using Patient Plus and you've got some integrations already in the medical sector and I know you're working with the integration with Core Plus as well for the allied healthcare sector. With that said, in terms of this is where you're currently at, how do you see the journey of Patient Plus unfolding down the road and what would that look like for the customers that use Patient Plus? Let's sort of go out five years. We're always learning as a company. As we have more and more clients and we have different types of practices in different areas in the medical industry, we're seeing where there's other gaps and where things can be further integrations and further solutions that come about. For Patient Plus, the goal is we want to be all in one. We don't want to be just forms. We want to be in terms of like an appointment booking system, in terms of of sorting out the website journey, the marketing journey and the sorting out the CMS as well. We want to not just focus on capturing data, we want to focus on what we do with the data and we want to be a company that the medical industry can lean on in order to take care of that for them. That's what our goal will be in five years, to boost up the industry digitally and do that transformation on all fronts and be an all-in-one platform that as new technology comes about, adopts that and integrates with it accordingly. That's where I see myself in the company in five years. Thanks for sharing that. And within that, you know, a lot of health businesses are definitely trying to find ways to do more automations and be able to measure and manage their business accordingly. So with that, what are you seeing in the market at the moment in terms of the early adoption for Patient Plus? If I could sort of generally describe, let's call it three types of healthcare providers in a digital context. So there's a full bricks and mortar healthcare provider. There's a full virtual, so non-bricks and mortar, just doing everything online, telehealth, and there's a hybrid doing some bricks and mortar in person and some online. Is there a general trend that you're seeing in terms of the early adopters of Patient Plus that are coming forward? Do they look like one or more of those characterizations of a sort of a modern healthcare business? Yeah, especially with what's happened in the last two years with COVID and telehealth, I definitely see a shift to digital, especially because a lot of people, if you've got COVID, for example, you can't go into the practice. So I've definitely seen a big adoption in that virtual space or digital space, if you will, and wanting an all-in-one experience. But the challenges with that is the shift in not just the technology and the product, but also the mindset of the practice as well, because you've got so many different stakeholders involved and a lot of people, they're used to a certain way of operating. It's very difficult to go all out. So at the moment, I'm seeing more of a shift into the hybrid sense and slowly wanting to go all digital, but it is a slow process. And especially I find with GPs, for example, there isn't really an urge or a need to go digital straight away, but there are so many gaps that can be filled. It's just more of educating that industry of this is the way the world's heading. This is the way a data is being treated. We can put in the steps in order to make it easy, especially with the migration as well. 
there was a period of time where everybody was forced to go online, but there's definitely a stronger move in that hybrid type model where practicism now experience what it's like to offer online. And although it can't necessarily always be offered 100% of the time, that hybrid model seems to be persisting to a greater or lesser extent, depending on the business. And there's also some parts of healthcare, which are really their funding models and incentives are also supporting itinerant healthcare and home-based healthcare. So it's kind of interesting the way digital is going to support that. We see it across the entire economy that a lot of goods and services are now being not just researched online, but also being purchased online and consumed online. So that's clear evidence that Australians and populations in other parts of the world are preferring to see the front door to any type of commerce as being wherever they are. So if they want to live in the city, they can do it online. If they want to go rural, they can do it online. If they want to be on a holiday, they can take it with them and consume online. So healthcare really could take a lesson out of that and just follow the customer wherever the customer happens to be and how they need to be supported to the extent they can. I totally accept that sometimes you just can't do everything online. That's absolutely unavoidable. And so the hybrid model seems to be, you know, where most of the attention is likely to go. I think also has a corollary benefit to the workforce in healthcare on being able to have a hybrid work relationship where sometimes they can work from home, sometimes they can work in the clinic, sometimes they can be on the road. On that side of it is Practice Plus looking at how your customization and design part of it could actually make it a better employee experience for the staff within a healthcare practice. The solution doesn't just have to be for the patients, like you mentioned as well. It can be for the actual staff members themselves. At the end of the day, it's all the same. It's all data. One thing that we're pushing with our clients as an option for them is to be able to integrate our form as a means to capture data on all fronts and integrate onto their website as well. And that way, as we mentioned before, through the APIs, we're not limited to sending that data to one space. We can send it to another space. So for example, a practice may have another system where they manage employees, where they manage the process, the training, et cetera. When you use the form and you fill out that data, that can be also sent to the employee side of the CMS. And that's why we're trying to push that additional CRM functionality. It's limitless. It could be used for so many things. It's already built. It's literally just being able to connect the APIs to the system and let it run itself essentially. So that is something that we're trying to show our clients as an option for, as you said, intake of employees and training of staff as well to be able to track that. It is a bit of a slow process. As I mentioned before, um, it's that shift in the mindset of going in digital. Yeah, 100%. I think mindset's a great way of looking at that. Obviously, the providing services to patients and being paid accordingly is the lifeblood of any business or healthcare, patient, customer. They're synonyms, obviously, across any type of business setting. But we also need the team members, the human beings to deliver on the service. And I think, you know, that's another understated advantage of digital first thinking. It's making it a really great experience for the employees, for the team, which supports productivity and retention and minimizes stress and burnout and other types of issues that the healthcare industry is uh, prone to. Some wonderful opportunities, I think, ahead of you, Adam. And congratulations on uh, getting the startup out of the ground and some of the progress that you're making within the medical sector, the integration release with Core Plus. There'll be some great benefit there for the allied healthcare sector. So we're looking forward to tracking that story and hearing more about you going forward. I appreciate you coming in today. No, no problem. And thank you so much for your time today. That's an absolute pleasure. Thanks for listening. This podcast is produced in collaboration with Health Tech X, where we are working toward a world of integrated digital health empowerment for all people. 
If you'd like more info on how to get involved, head over to the website, healthtechx.com.au. Or if you have any feedback about the show, you can reach out to me directly on LinkedIn, Instagram, or email by following the links in this episode's show notes. And finally, don't forget to subscribe to Reimagining Healthcare in your podcast app. And if you like what you heard, leave us a five-star review. It really helps other people find the show. I'm your host, Yanni Sopanos, and I'll speak to you in our next episode.